Welcome back, everybody. We are That Podcast checking in. It's your favorite Nigerian, Ugo. Hey, guys. I'm Chris. What's up? What's up? What's happening, y'all? It's Carly. Thanks for tuning in again. So how y'all feeling this week? How y'all doing? I just need some updates. I need some positive energy because I feel like I'm about to read bitches on this microphone today. So, Well, today's the first day of Black History Month, so happy Black History Month to everybody. Um, be blacker than ever if you were not black as hell before. Uh, if you were not black as hell before, I don't know why, but be blacker than blackity black on black. Um, other than that, there's hella snow outside. I oh can't. I can't do anything. Um, not like I was planning on doing anything. I would just like go to the store or something. But this snow is kind of killing me. Like, and it's not even like we have like nice views out here. So it's not like a scenic kind of thing. It's just in the way. I think this snow is a little bit aggressive. Like it's been snowing literally since yesterday night. And do you notice it started on time too? Yeah, I did. That's like the first time I feel like they said, we going to start here. And it started right there. So I'm Why like, is that? Bitch. Why is that? Because it's white snow. <laughs> on Black <laughs> History Month. I feel like, you know what? I feel like that's very anti-Black. Because- we don't like we don't do snow like we're not vikings we're not you know we don't normally ski or snowboard and stuff like that if we're gonna do something we're gonna be in our nice little you know log cabins and drink and you know be married but we're <laughs> Go not to gonna... the poconos and drink that's the most we do right like we're not doing the whole igloos and snow angels and stuff like no so this is very anti-black i have a problem with it and all this shit better clear up because i'm trying to enjoy like sun in my Black History Month. I'm not trying to enjoy this stupid ass snow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't mind it. It means no work for me. Uh, I gave myself a vacation because I make executive decisions in my life. And that's the no best one way else. to start off Black History Month. Period. I can say that much. <laughs> okay. <Period. laughs> best way to start Black History Month is by upsetting the white man. Absolutely. Every time. <laughs> well, today's episode, um, I originally had a different topic. Um, and I was really excited about it. I wanted it to be funny and cute and have a, a light episode, but I don't know. Some shit has been happening. That's it's it's it's, it's getting to me a little bit. It's, my blood is a little bit hot still, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, the TikTok trend, um, which is even upsetting that it's a trend. But there's like a TikTok trend right now where you know um, people, from what I've seen, a majority of the people are black going to Nigerian restaurants, ordering mad food, um, trying it and spitting it out and acting like it's absolute trash. Okay. So I saw that, like the first video I saw probably two weeks ago now, I think, or um, I don't know when it started to get popular, but it's been around. But um, I think on Thursday or Friday or Saturday or some, some day last week, um, Popular YouTuber Aaliyah J decided that she wanted to join the trend, which cool. That's all good and well. And she did release a video, um, and in which she was eating pounded yam, agusi soup, okra soup, jollof rice. Um, I think plantain as well. I'm not exactly sure, but 
I kind of just wanted to bring that up because it's really upsetting and displeasing me and my homegirls. And though my homegirls are not Nigerians, they upset too, right? First of all, I actually am Nigerian. I know you're about to say you're honorary Nigerian. I absolutely (laughs) am because I've been to one too many Nigerian events. I've eaten one too many Nigerian meals. I've danced one too many Nigerian dance for me to not feel like I should be an honorary Nigerian. So for you to say that I'm not Nigerian, I'm a little hurt because I've been through this with you before. And I think it's get hurt every day, B. You're not Nigerian. Cut it the fuck out. It's like, no, I'm wow. joking. I'm joking. <laughs> wow. wow. And that is where my bubble bursted for today. But no, 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 no. I actually do want to say because it's important that you know, you know, you're black, or if you want to consider yourself Nigerian, Kristen, whatever makes you happy today. <laughs> you don't want this smoke from me. I'm ready to shoot everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's I on go. Understand what you're saying. I yeah, I think it's important for this topic that you know we're all from different backgrounds, um, because that can help to add a little bit more insight. Because you know, as the resident Nigerian of the podcast, I could tell you, motherfuckers was not happy. But you know, that video probably it may have, it may have not hit the way that it hit me. You get what I mean? Like when I was watching it, um, I know that. I am not Nigerian by birth. I was not raised in a Nigerian household. Yes, I have Nigerian friends, but I was not raised as a Nigerian woman as Ugo was. So in watching it, you know, I only recently tried these meals like within the past few years, but I know, you know, Ugo probably grew up eating this kind of stuff and it, you know, holds like a place in her heart. I don't know how she feels about these certain dishes. I know maybe like a couple of them, but I don't know how she feels about all of them in general. But, you know, when you have these meals that you grew up around and, you know, you learn how to cook them because your mom or your dad taught you how to cook them and then you can pass them on to your friends and everything. These are things that you don't gatekeep, but you just love them. Like these are things that are your culture. They make you feel good. And if you think they genuinely taste good, it's like, well, bitch, like, why are you saying this shit is trash? But like, in terms of like the, how it hits you, even me, somebody that wasn't growing up in a Nigerian household, like that shit was ignorant and it was rude. And we'll get into like the specifics of the video, like as the episode goes on, but like, nah, I I don't think like it hit me like it hit you just because of the difference that we're I'm not Nigerian and you are but like in terms of like the sentiment of like how it came out of both of their mouths on the video like that shit was not it for me at all I and oh I I apologize sorry no but I I second that Kristen like honestly I want to say within the last couple years I've grown more familiar with the Nigerian culture and watching that video was just straight out up and down disrespectful like it pissed me off it, it i it got me hot and always it could be but i can only imagine how you feel ugo but like i want to respect the cultural boundary as well because again i'm not i'm only i'm only as familiar with the culture as i can be so like at the end we're gonna get deeper into it but i really want to express that because i just got myself familiar with the video so this is fresh like i'm fresh off this i'm i'm there like i'm really off this for real Okay, so I kind of just want to 
um, dial back a little bit and just, I guess, for people who haven't seen the video, because I believe at this point it has been deleted, um, though I'm sure if you go on Twitter and type in Aaliyah J, you'll see clips of something. Um, in the video, as I mentioned, she was eating an array of different foods, which, by the way, no normal human being eats all of those foods at the same time. Like, I don't understand why you have jollof rice with assorted meats and plantain, and then you're trying to eat okra soup too. What's going on? Like, is this your last day? Like, are you in a, are you taking a vow to never eat again? I'm confused. But her and her boyfriend were like, you know, um, making like disgusting faces towards the food, um, like pretending like they were going to vomit, um, saying that it was nasty. It's going to stink up the house. Also that they, I, I believe it was her boyfriend that went as far to, um, as far as to say, like he compared it to dog food, which was what got me really upset. And a lot of, um, viewers are saying that, oh, well, we didn't see that clip of him comparing it to dog food. It's because she deleted the original video and edited that part out. Um, and then re-uploaded the video, which is signs of stupidity in and of itself, all turned around from head to toe. You're just, you can't, don't even, okay, Gucci, relax. Okay. So, and also to, to add further context. So this video was made, um, with the purpose of it being a mukbang. So if anybody's not familiar with YouTube culture, um, mukbangs are supposed to be when you do buy like a very large assortment of food, um, normally from like a single restaurant, but sometimes, you know, you can make it whatever you want, but you eat the food with the intention of talking about something that's completely unrelated to the food. Like that was, that was the purpose of the video. It was not to place emphasis on what they were eating. They were supposed to be talking about something else. If the, um, if the context was a mukbang, they did it completely. Like you should have just been like, Oh, today we're trying Nigerian food. Like if that's what it was going to be, but like, we're going to do a review. Why don't you say that? (laughs) Something like that. But like the whole purpose of this video wasn't even in the video. And Mm -hmm. then the second part was Aaliyah J. I'm not sure of her ethnic background, so for all intents, so I, I was saying for all intents and purposes, I'll just say that she's black. Her boyfriend is African. Thank you. Can we he, talk about it? He is African, and he has stated in this video that he's had a dish that was similar to one of the dishes that he tried in this video. So he's not new to this. He's had it before. You could tell, like, he tried to make it seem like, oh my God, I've never had this shit before. Da, 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 da. But even when it comes down to, like, how you eat these foods, he knew exactly what. He knew how to, yep. He knew how to properly eat it. He knew you didn't use utensils. He knew that you he had was to even licking his fingers. You don't like it so much, but you're licking your fingers after the fact. You tried it again, like, all of this kind of shit. Um, so, those two things, like, the fact that, like, the video didn't make sense to what they were actually doing, and the fact that, nigga you are full african and like yes i know because i've seen this before everybody's like oh my god why are y'all so hard on her because you know if she doesn't like the food she doesn't have to fake like she likes the food da, 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 da. fine i get that people don't have to like foods and i understand that but it's the way in which you portray that you don't like it and also if you don't like it that both of y'all actually if y'all don't like it that much why are you posting the video? Just So my whole thing is the video, I did not watch the full video because as I expressed to you guys, I was heated, but I did go back. And um, by the time I went back to go and I guess create the episode or whatever, 
um, doing research for it, I noticed the video had been deleted. So I was watching like, I guess the, what are the reactions towards it? But when I first clicked that video, I believe it was like 17 minutes or 18 minutes or something. So I can't, and also I do want to say, um, being that I have a YouTube channel, I know that a 17 minute video on YouTube is not really 17 minutes in real life. It'll be like fucking 45 minutes or something. So you spent that much time. You took that much time out of your day to talk about food that you don't like. If you don't like it, it should have been like a 30 second. Oh, I'm not eating this shit. Like, but you, to me, it was the overall tone of the video was just extremely insultive. And that's why I get upset, like reading those comments, like people saying, oh, um, she doesn't have to like food. She's not entitled to all of that stuff. But it's like everyone on this earth has tried a food that they do not like. I don't see anybody going, Jesus, like what, what's all that? Like, I don't get it. Like at your very, very, very big age. And your big size for that stupid idiot. What's his name? Malik. I don't even know what his name is. Some shit. I don't know Start with an M. Yeah. That stupid idiot. At your big big size, you don't know what to. Like, I'm confused. Did you see the way that he was? He took first of all, he dropped it out of the um foil, and then he was smacking it, smacking it oh as if it, that was so disgusting. Like, I'm like the most disrespectful he, thing. Yeah, and then he took it and put it all in his mouth, and he was spitting it back out. I'm like, yo, are you six years old? Like, what's going on? Like, I don't get it. He literally was eating it. As you know, like when kids like play with their food, like when they don't want to eat. He was, but it also, like I said, he was licking his fingers. He went for seconds. So, like I said, it, he wasn't new to this. I don't know. All in all, I just think that the video was done in very poor taste, and I do feel. I, first of all, I don't support the notion of like, you know, because it's kind of created a little bit of a different narrative on Twitter where some Africans are like now attacking African-Americans saying all like blanket statements about everybody. I ain't going to come on here and say blanket statement, but I am going to say Aaliyah J and her boyfriend are the most ignorant people I've seen in a long time. And that says a lot because look at our last president. So no, but I'm not going to like, the whole purpose of the episode wasn't to, you know, just, uh, I guess, air my grievances towards it, though I will be doing that throughout the episode. Um, it kind of brought about to me the topic of, you know, um, creative responsibility and, you know, being a, I guess, now I can consider myself a creative. Okay, um I just wanted to kind of pick you guys' brains about like the responsibility that we have as creatives because all three of us are. And um, I did just want to like, I guess, you know, ask y'all a few questions because I was in my feelings. So when I answered these questions, I was like, mm, it's a biased, it's a biased view. So let me get some same level-headed women or a same level-headed woman, not you, Carly. I'm talking about Kristen. I'm crying. Excuse <laughs> you. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm crying. But nah, okay. So do you guys think it's reasonable to expect um, creatives to like, I guess, research what they're putting out before they put it out? Um, in the, for, for example, in the video, she kept referring to the food as African food. And though, okay, in the broader sense, it is African food, but it's not just like you, you there's 50, 54 countries in Africa. 
which, where is it from? You just going to say African food? Like, or even in the sense of saying, like, she kept pronouncing Igusi soup as Igusi or Igosi or something like that. Like, certain things like that. Do you feel that she should have taken some time to just research what the fuck she was about to eat before she decided, or before she even decided to put the video out? I think at the very least, that's what she could have done. I think if if you're a creative, you should want to go forth with being mindful with the content that you put out. And it would have been mindful for her to do that, um, especially considering, I mean... I feel like every time I say this, it's a bit redundant, but considering how sensitive the things are right now, for her to be so negligent in the way that she's addressing food that's clearly Nigerian, like, I I feel like that's, at the very least, she could have done that. I just think, like, if you actually care about the content that you're putting out, you're going to research it. So, for example... If Aaliyah J never tried this food before, and I don't know her medical history, I don't know if she has any allergies or anything like that, just for her own safety, look into what you're actually about to eat because you don't know what you're about to put into your body. So even if you don't give a fuck about educating the people that are watching, educate yourself so that you don't put yourself in danger. And then as a creative, if you're putting out something and you know that you have even like a small reach, because I'm not even going to go into the fact that this girl has over a million YouTube subscribers, probably hundreds of thousands of followers on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, like whatever. Um, if you if you know that you have a platform, you know that your viewers are impressionable. So whatever you tell them, if they really support you, some people will um, take what you say as law and as fact. So if I'm hearing Aaliyah J and I'm like a super fan of Aaliyah J and she's sitting here like, oh, this is e goosey soup. And oh my God, like I thought this was going to make me throw up. And I'm sitting here gagging and all this kind of shit. One, you're taking away someone else's potential experience that they could have had because now they're taking, like I said, they're taking what you said as law. And then also you're just misinforming people. Like uh, Ugo said, this is not, um, for all intents and purposes, it's African food, yada, yada, yada. But there's other nations that go throughout the same thing, but people take time in specifying where these things come from. So when we talk about Chinese food, Japanese food, Thai food, um, Vietnamese food, we're not referring to all of these as Asian foods or stuff like, something like that. Just It's the steps that you have to take just to make yourself be credible. Because as much as you might be able to have the power to post what you want. Anybody else who views you, fan or not, has all right to critique you and to shame you about it if it's incorrect. So yeah, if you just give a fuck about a creative, you should be researching your shit before you post it. That's the biggest thing though, because on both ends, for me personally, um, when I'm recording with you guys and then on my personal platform, before I even put anything out, that's the first thing that I'm doing is looking it up because mainly I don't want to look like a dumbass to the masses. Like that's not my MO at any point in my life. Like I really want to look as educated as possible. So I can't imagine being so lazy and, um, I guess 
unintentional, if that's the word to use, but I just can't imagine doing something like that because, and I don't want to keep like obviously referring back to the video, but it kind of obviously sparked this whole topic. So even in the video, they referenced that Fufu is from Nigeria. That's not true. Like, and even when she was asking her boyfriend, because he did say that, I believe he's Kenyan and I'm, I'm not familiar with their type of swallow, but I believe he said it was U- Ugali or something like that, I believe. Yeah, I think that was the word that he kept using. That yeah, so so that just lets you know, because even she was like, oh, it's not the same thing? He's like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, that was a clear moment to stop, pause, and say, hey, maybe we should just get this right. Because within Nigeria alone, there's so many different kinds of swallow. And we call it um, uh, fufu, pounded yam, Amala, all of those things are different types of uh, foods that we will use to eat the soup. Like you saw the pound of yam that they were eating, which I don't even know why they called it fufu. I was like, okay, this is so weird. Like all of that kind of just showed me that there was no thought put into it. And don't get me wrong. I fuck with Aaliyah J. Like she was one of the first people that taught me how to do makeup and I've seen her videos. So I'm like, you are very um, meticulous in the content that you used to put out. What happened here? Where was that? Like, did you just, I don't know if it was like out of excitement or whatever it was. I don't know if, I'm assuming the reason that, you know, the video was put out is because they thought that it would be funny. I don't know if I'm just in my feelings, but that shit wasn't, nothing was funny at all. Like, I was just like, okay. But if that's the purpose, cool. Just make sure you're doing your due diligence and at least look up what continent, I mean, um, what country is this food from? Like, you know? And not to mention, um, I don't, I think the logistics as far as like where this was posted, I don't want to go into the, like the origin of Aaliyah J and everything like that, but just know for the, um, basis of my point that I'm about to make is that this was posted on a YouTube channel that was a joint channel for the both of them. So it was her and her boyfriend. So we have a, I'm going to get say African-American girl and an African man. If you're posting something that has something to do with the country of Africa and you have some sort of, I'm, I'm going to assume continent, that you have baby, continent. continent. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a little tipsy. Sorry. Continent of Africa. Like I'm going to assume that you have some sort of knowledge of, some sort of food or some sort of culture of something outside of the country that you are from. Like it would escape me to believe that somebody from Nigeria in this case doesn't know some, some basic stuff, even when it comes to food about something from another country. Like you might not be an expert, but you know, like the basis of it, just like Ugo just explained to you, like certain things just have certain names when you go to different countries. But in this case, I'm, I forgot the man's name. We're going to call him M. But if M made the video correctly and he was creatively intelligent, he would not have been a clown in this. Like he would have he would have moved the video in a sense that he could he could educate or he could correct or he could you know clear exactly. up any misinformation. All this nigga wanted to do is just clown. He wanted to play. He wanted to act like this was a joke. I feel like, and then like, I think in the video he was just like, 
oh, I was hungry. And now that I had this food, now I'm still hungry. And now we got to go order food or cook or do all this kind of shit. And I'm like, yes, like you might not have liked the food, like I said, but you could have used this as such a different platform as what you made it out to be. And that's just creatively irresponsible. Like there was so much room for education and clearing up any misinformation. And he literally added to the ignorance, which was very bothersome. So the thing is, oh, Carly, did I cut you off? Sorry. Yeah. Quick question. Has he done videos with her before? Or is this like his first appearance since this is part of his culture? You said he's African. He's- I think he has. Um, I ha- I stopped watching her videos Um, like at some point, maybe in 2000. 2000- 19 i was just annoyed i was, I don't know why just because it was doing the whole wizard kelly shit i'm like i don't got time for this shit like <laughs> yeah yeah the no, fuck I, is this man? <laughs> I remember that i remember i'm surprised that yeah. i'm still the same guy Ooh, that was shade <laughs> i hate that it's always me i'm a i'm a mute you because <laughs> but no i don't think it was his first like um i guess unmasked video with her i don't believe so i not because like i don't know what to say like you know what i mean either way there's just etiquette that i feel like so he was already he's already he's already been briefed on like etiquette like i just feel like he intentionally he intentionally was disrespectful throughout this entire video which blew me because again he identifies with the culture so it don't make no sense it don't make no sense because I just imagine if my child that I pushed decided to get on the internet and disrespect any country within the continent of Africa. Omo, when I deal with you, if I finish you, eh, like delete that. Because what are you doing? Even though one could say, oh, he wasn't disrespecting Kenyans. It's like, what? And like... I'm going to go back to a point that I made in the beginning. Like when you know that the content of what you're doing is not to the, is not to the standard in which you want it to have, it is okay to not post it. It is okay to delete it. You can just leave it in your drafts. Like it's okay. You can't like, you are self-employed. You do not run on anybody's time. This was not a sponsored video. You woke up and you decided that you wanted to do this. Unprovoked. If you are looking at this, you have all rights to not post it. I'm going to be very, very, very candid. There have been times when I've had creative ventures and I see the shit that I did and I'm like, "Mm, this ain't it, Chief. And because I know that we're the ones that are creating the content, not necessarily talking about this podcast, but just talking about my other creative ventures, like you are able to be like, nah, like this isn't going up because then when you look back at it, with a clearer mind, whether it's the next day, the next week, whatever, or you just look back at memory, you're going to listen to this, the episode, or you're going to listen, uh, watch the video, and you're going to be like, what was I thinking? That's, oh. Are you not embarrassed? Uh, are you not embarrassed? This is embarrassing. Like, <laughs> like why? Why? It's nobody, like... I know this is one of your favorite phrases, Ugo, but it is really not by force. Like it's you, really not. You, Ooh, that's one of my like, favorite. You did things. not. You did not have to. Like, uh, and, I'm gonna mute myself because I just <laughs> wait. Okay, so let me ask y'all because I would hate of if like 
someone was, I guess, for lack of better phrases, like regulating the shit that I say on whichever platform that I have. And I don't want it to come across as though like we're just trying to, you know, tell her what to post and da 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 all of that stuff. But should it be expected for um, creators to, I guess, be responsible with the content that they produce or should it be a little bit more so that it's reflective of their true feelings? It's both, really. Um, like you said, you don't work for anybody. This is your own creative venture, yada, yada, yada. You can post what you want. And that's fine. Like, if you're confident with what you post, cool. And you could be like, well, this is just me, da, 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 da. But as I said, with the same amount of liberty that you have to post, the consumers have the same liberty to respond. And you can't just sit here and be like, oh, well, sorry like you like if you are i feel like if you're actually a creative you want to see the genuine reactions and the genuine comments that the people who are engaging in your content have whether you take that into consideration when you continue to um pursue your creative ventures that's on you but i feel like with intel like the intelligence of being a creative you should take that and you should apply it and say Hmm, maybe I did slip up here. Maybe I could have corrected that. Or maybe I didn't have to say that. Because at the end of the day, Aaliyah J would not have the coins that she has if it wasn't for the people watching to give her said coins. So if she decided that she wanted to post a video and she did and she didn't care who she offended, or she didn't care if she offended the entire Nigerian community and all of her Nigerian consumers decided we ain't going to watch Aaliyah J no more. And she sees all of those interactive points go down and she sees her, um, her dollar sign amount go down. I don't know what it's going to take to influence you, but I mean, if you're going to be smart, like you should take it into account. I think a really interesting point to make here is that, they should be even they should be expected to be responsible for the content that they post, but especially in the case of when they want to follow what's trending. Like this is something that was going on TikTok, right? Going on crazy on TikTok apparently because I don't I'm, I don't be on TikTok. I'm gonna be honest with you. So um, I've only seen this somewhat around on Twitter, but I haven't really seen it trending until now. Um, but like. You know, I I wonder if this is a case of Aaliyah J seeing so many people go about this trend in such a way and knowing that since she has such a larger platform, she can do it what better? Like, I don't know. It's just disgusting all around because when Uga was breaking down like the episode in the beginning, she said that the episode was 17 minutes, which in reality means that she probably shot like about 45 minutes of content. You can't tell me within those 45 minutes that she wasn't realizing how wrong this was. <laughs> like, Not even within those. those like like, that, <laughs> my whole thing is she deleted the video and then we uploaded it. That too. I forgot about that. That too. So, yeah, there's, yes, they are expected to be responsible. Yes. I think what I've learned in my, um, the, the short time that I have been, I guess, putting out content is that there's like a really fine line. And I, I, I realized this more so on the podcast than on, you know, my YouTube channel, because on my YouTube channel, I try to be, you know, nice and professional and I smile often and 
I just look very approachable. By the way, shameless plug, you guys should uh, subscribe. Um, <laughs> but, I know that's um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, when I'm recording with you guys, I feel as though I'm a little bit more um, true to self and a l- not, well, not true to self, but I'm a little bit more freer in thought. Um, and in whatever platform I have, all of my, um, anything that I put out is completely reflective of exactly how I feel, but I just fine tune it in a different way. You get what I mean? Um, and that's the kind of thing that I feel as though it's another huge responsibility of creatives is to make sure that, because ultimately you're not putting out this content for your consumption alone. Like you're putting it out for other people to consume. Duh. That's the reason it's out there. Otherwise you would just I guess sit at home, talk to yourself or something, whatever have you. But you because you know you're putting it out for other people's consumptions, you kind of have to be responsible enough to know that other people can be either less or more sensitive than you. And depending on whatever topic, like I mean, I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all like if it was some if it was another continent that she decided to trash if it was like something I would have been like damn that's crazy but you know it hit different because well I'm Nigerian if you guys haven't noticed so um people will be more receptive or less receptive depending on I guess where they're from what they've been through whatever what um is or isn't a trigger for them but I think that it is a little bit lazy to feel as though you should just put out everything that you feel without caring. I mean, it does work out for some people. You know, Wendy Williams is really, really successful. And yeah. I love her. Yeah. Don't y'all dare start very... trashing her because I love you know I love her. Oh no, I love Wendy. Has she made very oh. questionable decisions in her career? Absolutely. Has she Did made... you guys see the movie? No, no I, haven't. I haven't. I haven't. How haven't was it? Oh, so good. I watched it twice. It was and good. then she had like a documentary afterwards, which I watched twice also. Oh, so good. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. You know how I feel about her. I guess I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> you know how I feel. Right? And you smack, so you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> I'm jealous. Anyway, <laughs> but I just feel as like it's a little bit lazy and immature to just feel as though you could put out anything without any type of backlash consequence or even if you obviously even if you well know if you know there's going to be backlash I don't think that you should put something out which which makes things funny for me because this Aaliyah J is not the person who created this trend as we said before Mm -hmm. and this trend has been a thing for weeks now I'm sure that if Aaliyah J is in tune with social media as much as she is as a content creator, mm-hmm. that she knows how other people have received backlash for this same trend. Bingo. So if A equals B, which means if the trend equals insults, and then if insults are going to, insults are still going to come to you if you do said trend. Like you don't, bypass insults just because of who you are like this is not this is not a new thing I don't know why she thought that she was going to be above the hate I don't know why people are were surprised that she got hate because she's quote-unquote Aaliyah J like girl Aaliyah J who are you 
It's, I was about to say because, like, yes, you have a million, fo- you have a million subscribers, a million followers, da, 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 this, that, and the fourth. But I promise you, if I walk outside and I see the first person over the age of thirty who, <laughs> like, I, and I'd be like, "Oh, have you seen that new Aaliyah J video?" Who? And the, and all they're gonna and if I just showed them the video and they see how insulting it, it wouldn't give a fuck if it was Aaliyah J, Beyonce, or Michelle Obama, bitch. If it's insulting, it's insulting. Nobody's above the insulting behaviors. Like I don't understand. See, that's the thing because I kind of just feel like, I mean, did she feel as though like she was above critique? Nobody is above critique at all like if you're a creative just know that's what you're going to you're going to get some type of criticism in some way it could be constructive or destructive don't matter to me I don't know but at the end of the day you know you're going to get some kind and I do just want like this could have all been avoided had things been done in better taste like you get what I mean even if she felt like oh um yeah, I'm Aaliyah J. I have a million subscribers and all of this stuff, and I want to join it. But let me do it in a different way because I see that on Instagram and TikTok and everything, everybody is just acting like the food. But let me try it. If it is disgusting, maybe I won't put the video out. But if there's like something that I do like in it, maybe I can just say, you know, oh, well, that thing didn't agree with my palate, but this one does. Or, you know, it's not my favorite thing in the world. Don't be, that's very rude. Like, I don't, I don't find, rudeness funny I think that's why I didn't find the video funny at all because it's like that's not how to joke (laughs) whatsoever but even in with her and with a bunch of other celebrities and creatives and all of that um as I said nobody is above critique so after she started getting the critique and all they was dragging her on Twitter which I found absolutely hilarious and I did retweet (laughs) I did retweet a bunch of those (laughs) absolutely I have my petty boots on but she did um tweet out an apology I don't I I don't have the um apology right now like pulled up but it was like it was something that it was like bitch now bitch she was like oh um something that I thought to be like an innocent trend or something I'm like excuse me innocent she was like i realize it hurt um a lot of you guys i'm like wait wait a minute so again i also can't like so much perspective that's what i'm saying like Like, wrapping your wrapping your mind and i think i've said this on a past episode to rationalize what you perceive as crazy It'll drive you crazy. It will. Like, it will. I cannot, as a rational human being who knows that this is wrong, I cannot think about why somebody would post this. And also, this is for people who are creatives with, who have collaborations with other people or who work with other people. If you are all a part of something, all of your names and all of your likeness are on whatever is posted. So just because, so like, for example, if Apple were to put out an offensive commercial, Tim Cook or whoever the CEO of Apple is, he's not the only person that's going to be getting a bad rap for Everybody at Apple is going to get a bad rap for this. Just like if we are that podcast were to post something distasteful, even if I was the one that pressed send on my phone or on my laptop, 
all three of us would get heat for it. It's unless I signed off it myself and I completely removed any responsibility from my other two co-hosts. So everybody is going to be involved in this. So in my eyes, right? I'm Aaliyah J. I have all of this influence, yada, yada, yada. Because most of the people that are watching are here for Aaliyah J. They don't give a fuck about that other nigga. But he's the one who knows more about what's going on than she does. First of all, she sounded like a girl that was just hungry and wanted to try something that she ain't tried before. So that whole thing was just tired. Like, you didn't sound like you were actually interested in what you were eating. You just sounded like a hungry girl. And yes, I've been a hungry girl before. But bitch, I'm not going to be a hungry girl on a trend that I've been that people have been insulted on before. Like I I'm going to be here again. Even in her in her apology, so I pulled it up. Um, she said, Hey guys, something I found to be an innocent trend has hurt a lot of you. I was super ignorant to these, to the hurt these kind of videos hold. And I can take accountability that the tone of my video came across super. You know what? That just pissed me off. I didn't even read the full. I just realized I didn't read the full apology. (laughs) So she said that the tone of my video came across super insensitive. My intentions were never to hurt anyone in this way. Okay. So first things first. Nobody cares about anyone's intentions. We care about the impact. I don't give a Thank fuck you. about what you intended to do. Thank don't you. ever. Yep. And for me personally, I'm very big on, if you are apologizing to me, do not tell me your intentions. Do not explain why you did what you did. The only thing that apology leaves room for is the apology and accountability. That's it. Like, don't nobody want to hear the word or what I meant to do, da 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 whatever. But she did um, tweet that out once the video, I guess, um, kind of went viral and was trending and all of that stuff. But I just kind of feel like when celebrities and people like fuck up or do something really insensitive, um, they're the first, obviously, I guess, PR rule is like damage control. And um, I don't feel as though those apologies are genuine no, what you do? No, like they're completely. I was just literally saying in my mind, it sounds like a shell email. Like you take out, <laughs> you take out what the actual, no, like you take didn't. out what the actual incident was, and then you just p- place in whatever your incident is. Like the whole, my intention was never to. That's mm-hmm. shell, and then you just put whatever you actually did, and then you say, um, I co- I apologize to my community for, and then you put in whatever you like. All of those things, like you don't sound genuine. And also, can we also talk about like what an actual apology is? Because in this instance, um, I like I think she said something to the effect of like I didn't understand like like the impact or something mm-hmm. that. She didn't know the kind of hurt that these videos um, can hold and um, that the tone of her video came across super insensitive. If I don't like your clothes, Aaliyah J, because I believe you have a fashion line. If I don't like your clothes and I make a video and I say this shit is cheap as fuck, I could rip this shit apart right now. Come on now. Me saying that, (laughs) I have to be aware that that... That statement that I just said has the ability to hurt you. So I'm not here for the whole, I don't understand. I like, I was completely ignorant to the fact that my words could hurt, girl. Anything and insulting can hurt that, someone. Can I just say, shameless plug, we did do an episode about I was just apologies. about to say that. 
last season. Thank you. Check that out. Season three. But not only that, um, I just don't like, I don't know. I'm very big on direct apologies. Like I apologize for hurting you by doing such and such and such. It was wrong. It was this, it was that full stop. Like there's no, it came across like no bitch. It didn't come across. It was like, it was completely tone deaf, completely insensitive and just overall juvenile. But I just feel like when it comes to, um, damage control, I, I, part of me feels like it's not really needed. I don't know if I'm like the only person that feels that if you offend. Me too. I I'm like, Kristen, what are we doing? Sign language? <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I just feel like at that point, the damage is done. You don't need to get on Twitter and start. First of all, these motherfucking iOS press releases and Twitter apologies kill me. Yo. I mean, like, Y'all, close the notes app. Close the notes app. (laughs) But do you guys feel like an apology is needed after, I guess, a celebrity or creative, like, offends a mass of people? In the case of Aaliyah J, her apology, like, when, okay, before I get into that specific one, do I feel like apologies are necessary? Um, Yes and no. I feel like it depends on the gravity of what you did and how an apology would look like if it was actually given. Like if somebody was apologizing for a heinous crime, I honestly don't give a fuck if you're apologizing for it because the action itself is deplorable. What exactly are you apologizing for? There's very small instances that creators can apologize for maybe um misinformation where like i've said somebody could definitely misconstrue what you said or they can take something that you said as fact even though it's not and then you can apologize for something like that and you can redirect and you can re uh, you can reinform somebody about something that you were once wrong about but when it comes to things that you actually do wrong like I, I honestly like really don't see the point too too much because like Ugo said, the damage is already done. Like if I've already been offended by what you said, like it's really up to me to be able to be like, oh, do I still want to continue to like watch this person's content or listen to this person's content or do I not? Like this isn't like your apology is not a teachable moment. The only person that needed to be taught about something is you. You're not teaching me anything. And your stupid ass boyfriend. Exactly. Like you're the only person that had to be taught here. So I'm not here to talk about your growth as finding more information about something that you were ignorant about. Cool. Whatever. You did that on your own time. That has nothing to do with how, like what you actually said, because at the time you clearly meant what you said. Because you posted it, um, and not only did you post it, you edited it before you posted it, which meant that you looked through it multiple times and you cut things out, da, 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 and then you did that. But then in Aaliyah J's specific case, you also deleted it, cut out the part that people were angry about, then you re-edited it, then you reposted it because you thought, oh, well, maybe if this specific sentence wasn't in it, wasn't in it, everybody's going to be happy. Like, So it really depends on like the gravity of the situation and if it's actually like, um important to growth past whatever happened um i'm just like damn like apologies in his base is really not that hard but what's 
even more simple, what's even simpler is not doing it in the first place. But that's just how I feel about it. I feel as though, you know, it, it's it's both, like you said, it's yes and no, because as a creative, you you put out things for public consumption. So you're putting things out there in order, you know, to get response back to your craft. If you, people are doing that and you see that a group of people are disrespected, like I feel as though you owe it to them at least to hear that. And Again, it depends on the gravity, of course. But then in that case, yeah, of course, a, an apology is necessary. But at the same time, if it's not if it's not genuine, if it's some bullshit that's crafted, just as what you just read to me, like, in that case, keep it. Because what's the point? Like, clearly, if anything, that's actually just more disrespectful because it's clearly showing your, your blatant negligence of the situation. But um, again, I'm not gonna go into. I just wanted to like get my answer into that question because that honestly it kind of tripped me up a little bit because it's like it's not as black and white. Because I almost wanted to find myself saying, "Yeah, of course, an apology is necessary," but then I found myself thinking, "Like, no, not necessarily." And I, for me, I I don't know. In this instance, that apology she could have shoved it up her fake ass because absolutely. What I feel as though the reason that the apology was even issued is be, obviously because of the backlash, and um, she got the backlash because the video was offensive and all of that stuff. But as Kristen said, and like I was referencing to earlier, when you're putting out like a 20 minute video on YouTube, there's a lot more that goes into it. There's a lot of editing. Like for me, it takes me days sometimes to edit if I'm being lazy, but um, it can take you like hours to edit. So you can't tell me. In the, the those hours or those moments that you were editing, you found nothing insulting about that video. Like that's why it's so hard for me. It would be different if it was like, not even. I don't even know because I was gonna say it, give her the grace of saying it would be different. Like if it was a tweet or something that that just takes like two seconds to do. But no tweets, you can no no. It's just not gonna work. But I feel like the reason she gave that apology is because. So many people were dragging her for it. It wasn't because that's exactly how she felt. Because you said how you felt for 17 minutes straight. You get what I mean? But it kind of goes into like my next question. I guess who who is responsible for holding um, creators accountable for their actions? Like, I feel like it depends on how the creator themselves uh, react to what people like feel like they're doing. So if I'm a consumer and Ugo, let's say that I'm like watching your YouTube video and let's say you do something that I find offensive. I, as somebody who has, who has feelings about something, I can hold you accountable in the fact that I can point out what I saw as offensive because there is a good chance that if one person finds something offensive, I'm not the only person that's finding it offensive. Like there's very, very few cases in which you have a large quantity of people watching your stuff or listening to your stuff and you're the only person that finds something wrong. So if I point it out, I'm doing my due diligence as a listener or as a consumer of somebody's creative content to hold you accountable to 
what you are doing. However, it is also the creator's job to hold themselves accountable for things. Because like Ugo was referencing before, this podcast specifically, we are not we're PC in the sense that the stuff that we say is based off of factual information, but we're also not PC in the way that we present it sometimes and our personal opinions about said thing. So our personal opinions, we can cause quote unquote controversy. We can have people that don't agree with certain things that we say, but disagreeing with something is not equal to being insulting, to being disrespectful, anything like that. So if I myself feel like I'm saying something or I'm doing something that if I look back on it could be seen as offensive or disrespectful or anything, it is my responsibility as a creative who knows that people are going to see my content once it's posted to review what I actually did. And that's the importance of editing and revising for anything. Like you should not just be like, oh, this is a one trick pony. This is the one stop shop and we're just going to post it right there. Like, please look over what you're actually doing because especially if you're um, under the influence of anything, like we all are um, most cases when we record this shit. Excuse me, I do just want to say that this is my first sober episode in a while. So I think that everybody should give me some props. And I love that um, for you. <laughs> you know, yeah, notice I my thoughts are... My thoughts are much more cohesive this episode. <laughs> and, I love, and I love that for you, but I can count on no fingers or toes how many episodes I haven't taken a sip of something. So like, I know that like, I could say something that's crazy. And I know that we post our um, episodes for review where we can listen to it first. It would be very irresponsible of me to not listen to the shit that I say and tap on whoever's editing, whoever's editing being Ugo, and be like, yo, I, nah, like this has to come out. Rarely do, thankfully rarely does that happen to us, if ever. But like, it's up to you to be like, bro, like this shit could be offensive. Or just be mindful while you're recording because you are also supposed to be a rational human being. Like, (laughs) Post-production is so important. I'm glad you brought that up though because- Obviously, in regards to the podcast, like I, I, I listened to it more than once before. You know, the listeners get to listen to it, um, and even for editing on my channel, when I finish editing, and trust me, by that point, I've already seen whatever video I'm about to put out. I've seen it more than once in its entirety. But then I also put it on my channel um, on private mode, and then I have um, Devante watch it too. So it's like there were so many, there were so many steps that could have been taken to avoid this, but you were so lazy in, in your delivery and in, in the, I guess, thought that you put into this content that you just ended up here having to give a half-ass apology. And when it comes to like something like a video, your visual and your audio are equally as important. Mm-hmm. So with the same amount of mindfulness that you would have to blur out maybe like a nip slip or, you know, some like inappropriate thing that was shown or like brand brands that you don't want to give free promo to the amount of effort that you take to blur out any sort of brands or anything you should be giving to your audio it is very very simple like don't nah, but that audio pissed me off because did you guys hear it was mad low but did y'all hear the background song playing 
Yes, I did. Because that shit pit me, pissed me off too. Because it was some like fucking Zamunda shit. It's like, nigga, it's 2021. We are in the oh, era of God. Burna Boy, David O, Wizkid. And you're telling me you decided to go and find a track that does. You see, like this entire video just. It's was, ignorant. It was like just intentionally ignorant. Nothing like, there about were too it. many steps to it. Nothing about it was. Nothing about it was right. Nothing. Like, I, the only, the only, the only thing that might have been right, and this was, and it's, I guess, it's like a backhanded right because it just looked bad on his part, <laughs> was the fact that he said that he was of African descent. But like, that shows worse on you. Like, nigga, if you tell me, if I am on a basketball related podcast and I tell you that I played college basketball and I was drafted into the NBA, nigga, I'm not going to be talking about. All of like I'm not gonna be like spewing lies about the NBA like or about about basketball like say things that are factual to stuff like word shout out to the read words words mean, mean things, things. yeah it means <laughs> everything that you say has a definition please be mindful post production so important please you God, know what please. that video kind of gave me you know like white people vibes the way that they act towards like the way the racist white people would act towards black like the shit that they would ask like give give me the first the first thing that comes to mind when i say something like that like like karen's or something like that mm -hmm. oh it was very very karen like because even in the video he said something that really i don't know if anybody was rubbed the wrong way about it I don't and Ugo, I don't even know if you got that far into the video, but um, the boyfriend he said something like, "Even if I was starving or something, I wouldn't even eat this shit." Like, and to and so me, shall you starve in Jesus' name? As you said, it's so shall it be. You, <laughs> you see how and you gotta to, be very and, careful when you say things like that. Like, and to me, and to me, I'm sitting here. I'm like, hmm, niggas already already like are ignorant enough to form these stereotypes and form these preconceived notions about africa mm -hmm. and their wealth already like we they live in huts you live in huts they don't have food they have to walk miles and carry dead animals on their backs to go to some fire pit to butcher and do like so you're sitting here you're telling me as an african man if you were on your last dollar you wouldn't go and eat some like don't mind him like, no sense that's what i'm saying just like no mindfulness no but no i i really feel all. like even when she because i again i probably watched at most five minutes of the actual video because i already knew all right five minutes in this is enough ignorance for me to see i don't need to keep this in my life but on twitter i saw that she was like do africans eat shrimp that's the same thing as saying, like, a white woman coming up to me saying, oh, do you guys live in huts? Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, my God. She, oh, my God. She really said I that? I couldn't believe, yes. I'm like, nigga, shrimp? Yes. What's <laughs> Is it exclusive to black Americans? Like, I don't get it. This was after she posted the video or before? 
I think it was in the video. Oh, it was in the video. Oh my gosh. Sis had one too many seafood boils and was like, Ooh, oh, this this sounds God. a little too a little too American or a little too black from girl. Like don't like but even even still this kind of goes into what I was saying before, the responsibility of, you know, like having that responsibility to research what you're talking about before you start talking. Because she had aqua soup there in her face, right? If you even decided to open, just do a little bit of Google's and you will see that a common um, type of, I guess, meat in um, aqua soup is shrimp. Like, like literally just Google aqua soup, you're going to see it. I don't, I'm, I'm so confused as to why, why, why people are choosing to be woefully ignorant in 2021. Like, it's just not making any sense to me. And I feel like I, I, this video upset me more because one obviously I'm Nigerian um but also because I know the creative process and it's like as we were saying earlier there have been there were so many steps that could have stopped this like it could have completely prevented it whether that's uploading the video on private editing process having your friend watch it or whatever but um do you guys I, I don't know if it's only me but do you guys think that you hold other creatives I guess to a higher standard for the content that they put out because you know what goes into it Absolutely absolutely like and especially we are that podcast has only been a podcast for a year and a half now Aaliyah J has been a YouTuber I'm going to give a ballpark estimate more than seven or so years now yeah in there you can you cannot convince me you just can't convince me that in seven years and this is one platform so this is not including twitter not including instagram not including snapchat not including any other um social media app that she might have had you cannot tell me that she has no mindfulness of what the hell she's posting. And you cannot tell me that as a newer content creator, I mean, this isn't my first rodeo, but like you can't tell me as like a newer content creator in terms of like this podcast that you don't know what the fuck you're posting and the gravity of what you're posting and how it relates to your fault. Like there's no way. So yeah, I do hold people to a higher standard. Um, not just because of the amount of times that they've been there, but just because my nigga, you've seen what it's like to be at the bottom you've seen what it's like to not have followers you know the kind of work that it takes to get your followers you know how many hours it takes to get your followers you know how much promotion it takes to get your followers the money that it takes to get your followers or you know your engagement or whatever you know what it took to get you to where you are so yeah I hold you to a higher standard and not only should I you should too as Aaliyah J or as any other YouTuber that has made some sorry ass apology y'all should hold yourself to a higher standard because my nigga as easily or at the hard, like as hard as it was for you to gain the amount of people that uh support you it's so much easier just like with anything in life it's so much easier for you to lose it all mm-hmm. so Yes, I hold you to a higher standard. I hold you to a higher standard just because if you want to keep your job, you have to be on your shit. Mm. So, yeah, I have to. Also, considering the reach, like the reach that everything has, considering how prevalent social media is nowadays, Aaliyah J knew her, like she was very well aware of her platform. She knew what she was doing. She knew just how 
far her content would go, especially considering how like big the Nigerian community is. And like, I want to say, if not most of the, like most of the most successful beauty bloggers in like the black beauty blogger community are Nigerian right now, I want to say, right? Yep. So, like, if you're going to do something like this, you know eyes are going to be on you, like, <laughs> even more so. So, come on now. Come on now. Of course. Of course, we. I'm holding you to a higher standard with all, all things considered. Yes. And it's crazy because, like, li- like, literally, like Carly was saying, the people who do have the most followers and the people who do have the strongest engagement, those are people who are of nigerian or some sort of or someone from like the african diaspora like and they have been in this game for so so long and you would think that with that time you would have this shit down to a science almost and yes with time things change but some of the basic principles of the thing stays the same like you know that if with like um the advancement of technology or the advancement of medicine, like all of those kind of things, the principles of science are always the same thing. Like, you know, what's right, you know, what's wrong. So it's like, I've seen so many of like the top beauty gurus or the top lifestyle creators get into shit recently. But, and when I say recently, I don't mean within the past five years. I mean, within the past six, seven, eight months in Aaliyah J's case, couple days ago like you mean to tell me that when I was in my teens and I guess like my mid to late teens that's when you started and I'm in my whole mid pushing into my late 20s now you mean to tell me that you ain't got your shit together like it's disappointing (laughs) it's very disappointing it's embarrassing it's embarrassing but um I just so I want to be, I guess, cognizant of the fact that no one is perfect. Um, and a lot of people felt the, uh, from the, the, the people who were defending her were calling us sensitive and all of that stuff. I don't know why, but at the end of the day, everyone has their opinion. But um, do you think that, I guess, obviously because she offended one specific audience. Do you think being a part of that audience, do you think that we were being too uptight or too sensitive um, or like held a little bit of a too high of an expectation? Because as I said, nobody's perfect. So that means the content that you put out won't be perfect either. You get Um, what I mean? We have to set a precedent. Like people have gotten away with far worse for so, for, for so long. Like absolutely not. I think, I think right now, think imagining us setting our expectations too high in the sense is no, absolutely not. That would be doing ourselves a huge disservice. I think we're approaching this with just as much urgency as we need to, because if if we if we were to let something like this go, especially considering how prominent she is, I would I would I would just hate to send that message. Mm. I've always like disliked the whole social media idea of like people are too sensitive now I don't feel that people are too sensitive I just think that people are are more aware and more cognizant of what's actually going on around them so it's like if I feel like 
something isn't wrong and I'm more aware of it now, I'm going to point it out because sometimes your environments change, your experiences change, and you're allowed to, and it allows you to view life or view your experiences through a different lens that you otherwise wouldn't have seen in the days where people believed that people were less sensitive. Um, We're in a time where people tolerate less. And I don't think that it's a crime to not tolerate certain things. Because at the end of the day, it would be way worse on me as an individual to continue to allow things to happen that I don't like because as time goes on, it festers within me and it will just affect me even worse than it would if I just addressed it when it occurred. Mm -hmm. So when people say the whole, oh, we're too sensitive, yada, 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 this, that, and the fourth, if, if we are too sensitive to something like this, apply that same sentiment to everything in your life, every little thing that you're pissed off about, every little thing that annoys you, every little thing that upsets you. I promise you, you can't because there is something within you that is triggered by something that somebody else does. And you're allowed to feel that way. And if you address it, it gives you more amounts of time to prevent it from happening again, rather than just sitting there with your you know, shirt buttoned up all the way to your neck and suffocating yourself because you feel like you don't have an avenue to be sensitive about something just because social media tells you to. Social media is not in my mind every day. Social media doesn't um, dictate my thought processes. Social media does not hone over my emotions like that. Like, I'm allowed to feel outside of what any creator or any person who engages in social media allows me to. So I'm allowed to say what bothers me. So to the people, oh, you're too sensitive for feeling like she doesn't like a certain food or her boyfriend doesn't like a certain food, nigga, fuck that. Because if I feel like it's disrespectful, I'm allowed to because God forbid I try to flip it on you. And that's the principle that I be trying to say with pretty much everything in my life. If I can flip it on you or if I can apply it to any situation that has to do with myself or with you, if it doesn't stay the same across every board, then it's not valid in every sense. Like, so just you're allowed to feel it. I'm not with the whole you're too sensitive. I really don't think that anybody who was outraged by it was being um, too sensitive because call a spade a spade. Um, if she was to go to her boy, because he is African and they served her the ugali that they eat, whatever. And she didn't like it. She wouldn't react that way. <laughs> like there would be no, no like that. And not only would she not have reacted that way, she wouldn't have made or posted a video regarding it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think that that was sensitive because if, you know, in that instance, if she could have enough um, regard to uh, filter or frame her thoughts better, that could have still been given to us. Though, you know, we probably don't hold as much importance as her boyfriend's mom would. You get what I mean? But ultimately, I don't think that we were being too sensitive because there are... And first of all, I do want to say not every Nigerian not every African, as she kept saying, African, African. Oh my God. Even the way she was saying African was pissing me off. With that accent of her. Yeah. Oh my God. But um, not every Nigerian is going to like a goosey soup. Not every Nigerian is going to like okra soup. Me personally, I don't like draw soups. So 
I'm not going to say I, I, I don't like okra soup, but it's not my favorite. Um, I prefer goosey soup to okra soup because I don't want soup that draws. That's just the simplicity of it. But um, in the same regard, there are foods that are a bit more specific to the African-American culture that not every African-American eats. I know, for instance, not every African-American eats chitlins. But you don't see me making a YouTube video talking about, yeah, like, this is disgusting. How can you guys eat this? Da, 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 all of that stuff. Like, it's not my business. It doesn't consign me. Why should I put effort just to insult somebody? Like, that doesn't. And you know what? Two things. Because I asked the question earlier, like, who should hold, like, um, creatives responsible? I think also we did miss the fact that, you know, the, their circle or their friends, because she's very close friends with Little Miss Freedom Fighter Jackie Ina, which who didn't, I, to my knowledge, did not address this topic head on as she'd be addressing everybody else. And I'm just like, so you, you just didn't see that video, huh? That's what you're telling me. She didn't? No, because she was just ha-ha and kicking with her in Colorado or whatever the fuck <laughs> kind of um, state it was a couple weeks ago. But that that pissed me off. And also it's like, it's really displeasing to me and my ancestors because y'all going to be the same niggas that's going to hop on fucking Ancestry and DNA one, two, three me and all of this shit talking about I'm 8% African. I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. It's like, girl, but you can't find the common decency to just respect someone else's culture, even if you don't agree with it. Just Period. respect it. Period. And it's like, when it comes to the creative aspect of it, your friends are like the ones, and not to throw shade, but the ones who do, you know, and like engage with your content those are some of the people that should be holding you accountable the most because exactly and these are and and this isn't just like based on creative stuff this is just life advice if any of the two on this podcast say something that either i am offended by or something that i feel like someone else might be offended by i better point that out just like Mm -hmm. i hope that they point it out because like I said, absolutely, you will allow that to continue if you do not point it out. You will be an accessory to it if you do not point it out. You might not necessarily agree with it, but what you allow will continue in some aspects. I'm not going to say most. I mean, I can say all, but I will say some. Um, so if you don't like it, point it out like it's really not that big it's not really not that deep and if the person is actually your friend and they value your opinion and they value your critiques they will not be offended by it they will understand where you're coming from it would it would behoove me to post something it could be a she a said po- behoove. Can it I could just- be it could be a podcast episode it could be a youtube video it could be a personal post of mine that has nothing to do with my friends but if there is any room for anything, tell me about it so that it doesn't reflect on you. Because I've had instances where somebody does something and people come to me and then they start saying, oh, well, that's the company you keep. Like the whole, co- I know we say like, get your friend a lot on this podcast, mm-hmm. but like when it comes to like that real shit, get that whole friend. get your friend shit is very, very valid because mm-hmm. Nigga, get your friend. Because if you do not get your friend, I will not only get on your friend, I will get on you. So, period. And that's all. Mary had a little lamb. But I I just, I wanted to bring about this conversation because I feel as though it's important um, 
to discuss the responsibilities of being a creative. You know, it's very fun. Um, and it's nice to have that outlet where, you know, you can produce things for people's enjoyment and, you know, you get that feedback positive or negative and you grow from it. But, um, I do feel as though sometimes it, it, it does go over some people's heads that there is a lot of responsibility in that. Like there's a lot of power in it too, but there's a lot of responsibility. So you kind of just have to tread lightly. Um, and I also just wanted to, you know, say fuck you, Aaliyah J, because, um, but that's reflective on me personally. That's not reflective on this podcast. It's reflective on me. Okay. On me and Kristen, it's not reflective on this podcast, but, um, I just want to pick you guys' brains about that. Cause the whole, not the whole video in and of itself was just tasteless. It was tacky. It was poor. That man needed a haircut. He needed his beard trimmed. It was a lot. So I'm just like... Because that was another point that I was going to bring up. Because if you were going to say this shit, look put together. Exactly. Like, you, do, you didn't even look put together. You look like you just woke up and you rolled over and there was a goosey soup right there. Like I believe it was um, the Real Housewife of Atlanta, Kenya Moore, who did say she likes to dress... What did she say? I love to dress up when I'm about to read a bitch. So if you about to, you know, talk shit about somebody, make sure you yourself. Mm? Mm-hmm. Make sure that you have taken the time. Wash your, I'm not even, gonna, I was going to say wash your nyash, but wash your ass, wash your face. Make sure you have a haircut. Make sure you have your, your teeth is shining. Make sure there's nothing inside your teeth or inside your hair. Make sure you're looking a little bit, at least like you have a home. Or at least you're somebody's son or daughter. Like, Make sure your eyebrows are done correctly and make sure your eyelash glue is applied correctly as well. Yep. So I say all that to say, don't be hopping on no um, internet talking shit about a group of people when you look. You know what? I'm going to choose peace. I'm going to choose I'm choosing violence because um, you know that whole um, Twitter conversation? It is 2020. Thank you for um, introducing this you. Don't get this you. Yeah. Don't get give people you. any opportunity to catch you slipping. Like, oh, please. Don't get this Come you, please. put together. Please. Don't. I'm like, wait, what she mean this you? What's that? Like, <laughs> if, <laughs> if oh, this is so dead. This you? And this then you put... Exactly. Yikes. But thank you guys for indulging in my anger and, you know, letting me let this out in a productive manner. So that's the end of the episode, guys. I guess we can move on to drinks, wines, whatever y'all got going on now. I don't know. I had Riesling today, but like this is not new. I've been drinking Riesling since I ain't even that old, but I'm making it seem like I've been drinking Riesling since 1983. (laughs) (laughs) No, but no, it's just a Riesling. It's called Lone Orchid. It's like a $9 bottle. Go pick it up. I didn't get a chance to go to the liquor store because of this damn snow. It really hit us bad over here. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to go about touching outside. But um, I did enjoy a little. I did enjoy a little edible. But we see. You're on Neptune right now. (laughs) No, like earlier before we started recording, I was worried. You saw when I was just looking at her because I'm like, yo, is she awake? Like. Oh my God. Um, I don't got no wine or any, uh, don't, don't make me sad. I'm not even going to discuss why I decided to be sober on this episode, but it's I was a great drink- reason. It is a phenomenal yes. reason. 
and I thank God for it. But it's like, motherfucker, it's been seven days. <laughs> seven whole days. Seven whole days. <laughs> but um, I had tequila and some lemonade. That's all I really had. There's no, but I do want to say, guys, also, um, try to buy your wine glasses from Dollar Tree because they're really sturdy. And I did not realize that. Them shits is like indestructible. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. I was like, because we had the Ikea glasses. That shit broke because you look at the material. You know the type of person I'm living yeah. with. Like, yeah. but we went to Dollar Tree the other day. I think it was like two days ago. And I was drinking from the glass yesterday. And I'm like, I even tapped it on the table. I'm like, this is some good stuff for $1. So that can go along with your little wines that you guys choose to you know, indulge yourselves in. And also, if your white wine is cold, just a pro tip to get it uh, to get your thing chill quicker. If you don't put your glass directly in the freezer, just dampen a paper towel and then put that in the freezer and then wrap it around and you'll be fine. That was a little bit more of an alcoholic tip there. Um, You okay? Anything you want to talk about? Because why do you know that? I feel like this is a good time to wrap up the episode. well wrap it up then bitch all right guys thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of we are that podcast as always you can follow us on twitter and instagram at we are that pod please follow us because we put a lot of work into it mm-hmm. so please follow us um you could listen to us in multiple places you don't have to listen to us just where you're listening to us right now what you should do is you should just download all the other ones you should follow us there too and not only that um please guys make sure you're like rating and commenting and all of that stuff because it helps with um especially on apple Podcasts. i believe like please leave comments please rate all of that please because child we not we're not just doing this for for shits and giggles though it is a lot of shits and giggles that's not the primary reason we're doing this shit you know Yes, we're big on engagement big mm-hmm. on engagement absolutely so definitely uh, like it comment rate all that kind of good stuff um tune in next week when we talk about more shit i don't know what it's going to be but just I was about to say what are we talking about next week <laughs> carly <laughs> i already know i already know but ready, oh, okay it's a secret it's a secret it's a secret but it's very fitting with it being black history month so i just want to say nigga 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 i'm 100 <laughs> nigga i know that's right. right all right guys thank you for tuning in stay black if you're not black that sucks um and yeah best of that on that really do something to upset a white person today too Choose violence. Sometimes, you know, Cardi B did tweet that the other day. She said, sometimes it's okay to just wake up and choose violence at least once a month. It's called violence in the world. That's what the world needs. What what you should do, ask them for their five favorite seasonings that aren't salt and pepper. (laughs) If they can't do it, you know. Whatever you choose to do, make sure you make sure you do something to upset a white person. Just do it for the ancestors. And that is the that on that. Period!